Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. My name is Pete Gilfo, and I'm here with my business partner, Nat Truitt. We're all about helping people become entrepreneurs or become better business people. Welcome, Nat. Hey, Pete, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Well, I, I got to <laughs> tell you, uh, week one with the puppy, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, we talked about in the last podcast, the, the puppy that we got, and uh, there's no sleep uh, going on in the house uh, <laughs> at all. Nice. So I, yeah, I'm child, already regretting it. Did you childproof the house already? Oh, yeah. We, I bought all those. I bought gates and all this kind of stuff, and we moved everything out of the way so so that, um, you know, when we have accidents, uh, <laughs> and we're having accidents, uh, it's just part of it. So uh, you should have warned me more that's all i got to say <laughs> yeah well what are you gonna say what are you gonna do the kids will do all the work right uh not exactly that the little uh little uh i'm not so sure about that so we'll, we'll see so nat today what i'd like to do is i always get a question of what are the key success factors when we look to invest in a franchise what are the key success factors and i thought we'd talk about one of them today and I think probably the most important one. And it's this idea that uh, finding the right manager, right? So if I'm looking to have a manager run my business, um, I'm under the belief one of the key success factors is you, uh, as a franchisee, the ability to find the right manager and most importantly, lead them. Right. How about if we talk about that today? Yeah, no, that sounds good. I've you know, I can, I've had good experiences and bad experiences with my company. So <laughs> I hope to draw upon that today. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so when we talk about investing in a franchise, right, most of the, the executives we work with, they, they don't want to work in the business. They want to work on the business, right? So they want right. the executive model where they work on the business, not in the business. And they can be involved in the business full-time. So they can be involved in it 40, 50 hours a week, managing manager, planning the marketing, or they can do it semi-absentee where they keep the corporate job. They put a manager in place. They watch over that manager 15 or 20 hours a week, right? The idea behind it is, is that uh, they don't have to be there every day, but they still need to lead them uh, from that standpoint. So I thought we'd put a little bit more energy or focus into this idea of the executive model semi-absentee because it's so critical to have the right manager. Sound good? Totally. Yep, let's do it. And are okay. we talking retail or service or both? Well, it doesn't make any difference. I don't. I yeah. don't think. I think it's this idea that you 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 got you got a manager. You're you're hiring a manager. Right. So let's talk a little bit first about timing. And I think timing is dependent on what your role is going to be as as the owner of the franchise, right? So let's talk about this. So if I'm going to keep my corporate job and I'm going to start the franchise on the side from day one, I'm going to have a manager. When do you think the right time is to get that manager, to, to hire that manager? If you're going to keep your corporate job and you're going to start the franchise on the side. Well, I probably would always rely on the franchisor for guidance with that. I think a lot of times what I've seen, you know, people might actually hire, hire that manager before, you know, the doors are open and actually have them go with them to training at the parent company or I'll send them to training at the parent company. So I, I don't, you know, I guess I would rely on the franchise or for guidance or direction, but it's probably never too early to, to make that move. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I believe that you do it early, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, you want to get them to that training and they can be part of the setup. So from a standpoint. And so so if you're going to be semi-absentee, the idea is sooner is better uh, from that standpoint. Now, what if you decide that, hey, you're going to be involved in the business full-time to get it going for the first couple months? When then do you think the timing is right to get that that manager in place? 
That's a really good question. I guess, I again, I still would rely on the franchise or for guidance, but it still might be the same answer. It might actually be sooner rather than later because you're, as you're getting your arms around things, you're also, your manager can, you're kind of getting your arms around your manager too. Like you're being able to get feedback on what they're good at and make sure that they're a good fit. Yeah. I think, you know, my rule of thumb is that I would have as much lead time as you could before you mm-hmm. plan to roll out. And so uh, rule of thumb, I kind of think about is six months, right? So yeah. if I can get somebody in there and the reason I like six months is because bottom line is that the first one might not be the right manager. Yep, And that gives the ability to, if you don't have the right one to get another one in and still stay on your, your, your time timeline associated with it. So early and often, uh, but you want lead time to, to make sure you you got the right manager. You know, Nat, when you look for managers, um, I think it's um, for you, I know you sit down and you think about, okay, what are the characteristics you're looking for in a manager? You kind of lay out the roles and responsibilities. Can you tell me a little bit more about kind of what you do around getting getting ready to find that right manager? Um, I think you want to have, you want to have a well-defined job or, you know, for a manager, you want that to be well-defined. So everybody needs to know what they're doing and not doing. So org chart, um, job descriptions and all that. And then for me, like the the book Traction by Gina Wickman has been super helpful. And again, the franchisor will typically provide a lot of guidance on, on all these things because, you know, they've done it a hundred times. And then it's just a matter of, you know, following a process as far as, you know, posting jobs, going through interviews and, and all that. Is that is that what you're asking? Yeah, for? right. Okay. So for you, you kind of have a clear understanding of the characteristics you're looking for in mm-hmm. the the. Uh, manager, right? So that may be leadership skills, that might be certain skills around the industry, right? And then you outline the roles and responsibilities. So you know who you're looking for, you know what you want them to do. And then for you, as as you're looking for these managers, do do you use the traditional, like the job boards, like Indeed and and LinkedIn, Where, where do you go look for managers? I think you always want to cast a wide net. Um, so I would, I definitely always do um, Indeed. And then usually those jobs get posted, you know, on all the job boards for the most part and then screen them and, you know, do the phone interviews, in-person interviews, second interviews, just uh, literally follow, follow process with all the candidates and see what kind of bubbles to the top. Got it. And do you do a target search? Like, you know, sometimes I know people, if, if, for example, they're in an industry, they may go look at industries that are very similar and go target managers uh, in other industries that could easily come in uh, to, to their role. Do you, do you ever do any of that? I haven't done a ton of that personally, but I actually think it's a really good strategy because if somebody's been successful, you know, at a competitor or, you know, doing a similar role somewhere else that makes sense that they would be successful. And maybe if you could create a better opportunity um, for them, that would be, could be very attractive, I think. Yeah. You know, you think about somebody that maybe they've got experience where they ran a boutique fitness club, right. Mm -hmm. And you're opening up a a massage uh, franchise, right? Well, kind of the same, same characteristics of leading people running a a retail location. So I I think there's a way in which you can kind of do a little bit targeted in in today's world, um, especially as we're short of good people, uh, a more direct approach sometimes cuts through it uh, from that standpoint. 
you know, one of the other things I think, Nat, is that we're seeing more and more franchisors create their own kind of recruiting departments within the franchise system. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Wait, could you say that one more time? Yeah. So you see franchises now, especially where they have specific uh, kind of skills that they need from the employees, that the franchisors actually set up recruiting services to help their franchisees oh, find okay. those skills. Yeah. So the, the franchise, like the parent company? Yeah. 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 Well, and I think that's kind of a no brainer, right? Because, you know, when you think about it, they have a corporate office and they have, you know, people at desks. So it kind of makes sense, you know, someone's doing social media or marketing and um, to also have somebody that can kind of help out and, and research or, uh, you know, source basically kind of like an executive recruiting yeah. arm of the company. Um, so it, yeah, that has... It's actually brilliant. I mean, I, I think it's a great strategy uh, from a standpoint to find the kind of the core, uh, the core employees. Uh, yeah, and if they can source some, some uh, interviews for you, right, that helps. And again, there's, you know, if they have a hundred locations open, they have a lot of data on what makes a good manager. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the other thing is, is that you see some franchisors will actually, they can't really participate in the interviews of kind of the core people, but they can watch the videos. So I know one franchise company, they'll actually watch the interviews of the, the managers and they'll say, Hey, this is the one we think you should pick. Yeah, that's, um, We'll take any and all help we can get when making these kind of decisions, right? Yeah. Well, when you invest in a franchise, ultimately it's your decision to select the, the manager, right? But if the franchisor can say, "Hey, this is we we think this person is," and you know, even if it's like a lead instructor or the manager, yeah, to your point, we'll take any help we can get. So, so you know, you're going through this process, you you know what you're looking for in terms of the characteristics, you know the roles and responsibilities, you you go find uh, candidates uh, to, to interview. How do you choose the right candidate for the job? That's a really good question. You know, you have kind of different ends of the spectrum, right? You have the, would I enjoy having a beer with this person concept? <laughs> And then you have like more functional interviews, like what's their attention to detail and are they going to be able to execute on the job? So I think it's kind of a blend. I mean, it's, again, you had, it's some soft skills. You have to make the decision. I think it's somebody, you know, you would enjoy spending time with somebody that is competent and somebody that could be um, create a good culture at your workplace. Yeah. So, so what I heard you say is that, you know, part of it's attention to detail, right? Do they show yeah. up on time? Do they, is the, their resume, you know, clean of mistakes, that kind of stuff. So it's attention to detail. Do you also kind of uh, look for like leadership skills? You know, do you, yeah. is, is that something that you kind of, do they, do they come across as a leader? Because they're going to be leading your business. Right. I think that's um, super important. I also I personally like there to be some, you know, fire in the belly or some, some, uh, some hunger to kind of um, climb the ranks and, and make more money. Um, I think it's in a, you know, small business or a franchise, it's always important that this, the whole system or the, the, you know, is sales focused. Otherwise you just leave so much money on the table. So I like to also like somebody that's willing to kind of go maybe for a slightly lower uh, base salary, but with more upside on the commission um, 
so that they can actually make more money than they would any place else if they're so able almost to, like an entrepreneur they almost have yeah. a little bit of that entrepreneur feel they they know they have to work hard and that kind of stuff i think also uh, a good trait in a manager is being able to be a problem solver like an entrepreneur totally. right yeah, yeah right so they got to be able to figure it out do we need like a mini me you know <laughs> as <laughs> as a franchise owner to some extent you want you know it's good if your manager can be like a little like a mini me maybe and you know i think it is important you have to cat you know you have to, as the owner have to cast the vision for this manager like what you know he might be he or she might be able to attain you know whether it's their own location at some point or just you know the ability to make more you know at your company than they would other places there's lots of compensation strategies right so i think that those are always kind of helpful too yeah, I mean, you're building an organization and you're building building leaders so that you can open up multiple locations and develop multiple territories, right? So it starts with finding the right people. You know, the other thing that I think it's really important is you're evaluating uh, candidates to be your manager is this idea of a, fo a customer focus or customer centric yeah. mindset. And, uh, you know, we don't always see that out there today. Totally. It's yeah, they need to take a sense of ownership. Like if they're if there's a customer that's not happy, they're going to stick to it till they get their, you know, resolve it and make everybody happier or, you know, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Cause we've all had problems and we've went to the manager and there's some managers that just help you figure it out, get, get you happy. Uh, the example I got is I had a car service that was supposed to pick me up the other day to take me to the airport. Right. Mm -hmm. And the car didn't show up. And I was not oh happy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was not. I was not happy. And it's a company that I've used for a long time. So I called the company to tell them, and they said, "No, the manager's not here." So I sent a little email to them, and they could have just blown that off. But the manager called me and said, "Hey, listen, we did not do you right. Um, we will make it right. Do you want to know all the details?" I said, "No, I don't really care why you didn't show up, but I got to know that you are going to show up next time." And he says, "Hey, you have my commitment. We will do that. And here's my <laughs> here's my number. All that kind of stuff." And he said, I'll give you a, a free ride. Right. Mm -hmm. So he he was the you know, the manager. He handled it from that standpoint. He took somebody that was very upset that I probably would never use him again, but figured out, you know, what he had to do to keep me uh, as a potential customer. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be able to salvage those customers. Right. Because the cost of acquisition is so high these days. Well, as we were talking, actually, one other thing that came to my mind is, you know, if you understand your your skills and strengths as the owner, I think it's always definitely something to actually think about or put in the spreadsheet is a manager that kind of is, you know, maybe some of their strengths are your weaknesses. So you complement each other. Yep. Um, if there's direct overlap, like, you know, I was saying about the mini me, if it's too directly overlapping, then you both might be fighting over, like, I want to do that. No, I want to do that. <laughs> and then neglecting certain things that like nobody's doing. So it's probably good to, you know, kind of put all, you know, again, kind of going back to like, what are all the duties that have to be done in a month? And, you know, this is what I'm really good at and love doing. And then fight a manager that maybe loves to do the things that you hate to do. Well, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think there's some things that you can't as a owner uh, give up. You can't give up your checkbook, uh, <laughs> you know, no. And and in the marketing decisions, right? The, the right. rest you can kind of um, provide it. But, you know, as we talk about the investing in a franchise, the executive model semi-absentee, you're so dependent on that manager. And, and I truly believe that uh, your success is dictated by finding that right person and, and leading them. And yeah. so um, it, it's it's not easy. 
but when you get that right person, then you you got to take good care of them. So, so I think that is one of the success factors, and uh, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, good luck to all you guys out there searching for the right manager. I'm sure he or she is out there. <laughs> Might have to swing the bat or kiss some frogs, but it'll get there eventually. Awesome. Great conversation today. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.